welcome back to From the Tap. I'm Rita. And I'm Nicole. We're back for episode two, continuing our talk about NIST with Adam Jokerst from the City of Fort Collins Utilities. Now, Adam, just a quick refresher. What does NISP stand for again? <laughs> stands for the Northern Integrated Supply Project, but NISP is it comes off the tongue a little easier. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed it does. <laughs> so, Adam, there is a, a kind of a common misconception out there, and I'm sure some of our listeners might have heard this, that the city of Fort Collins actually has somewhat of a say in whether or not NISP happens and whether or not Glade Reservoir gets built. As a representative for the city of Fort Collins, what is your response to that? Well, NISP does need a variety of permits from federal, state agencies, as well as the county, but it needs no authorizations from the city. So we have no role in approving NISP. We are a stakeholder because we are you know, located near the project and the project can affect us. So we've offered comments and dialogue with the permitting agencies and the participants. It, it cannot stop NISP. About those discussion meetings, I know on the City of Fort Collins website, there are PDFs posted summarizing comments made in some of those discussions. And the last one was held on March 7th, correct? Yes. Could you maybe give us a little summary of where the project stands so far, or as far as remarks that the City of Fort Collins has made in terms of this project? Sure. So the first chance we had to issue comments was in 2008, following the release of the Draft Environmental Impact Statement, or EIS. At that time, the city opposed the project as it was currently configured. Again, in 2015, the city issued comments and could not support NISP as it was configured, uh, mainly out of concern of what it would do to our assets and interests. We have continued to have discussions with Northern Water to keep apprised of the, the status of the project. Um, and to see if there's things that could be done to lessen the impacts to the city of Fort Collins. And so we mentioned in our last episode, you said that the, the final environmental impact statement is supposed to come out sometime this year, correct? Yeah, the latest we've heard is um, it's likely to come out in June, but that schedule is subject to change. And then I guess my question for you is, in your opinion, what are the pros and cons of NISP? Well, on the pro side... This is a semi-arid region and water is needed as the population continues to grow. NISP would be a way to secure additional water. As it is currently proposed, there have been a variety of measures that NISP has incorporated that lessen the environmental impact. Uh, one is, it's called the conveyance refinement, where a certain portion of water would be released back to the river and protected through the city of Fort Collins. It adds a a base flow to the river. Uh, we do see that as a benefit. On the con side, there are still, the city still has concerns about how NIST would affect the ecology of the Poudre River, how it would affect our ability to safely convey floodwaters through town, as well as the amount of mitigation that NISP has proposed. And we would like to see a greater amount of mitigation. And then do you think there's any way to resolve the conflicts surrounding NISP? I think I think the conflict is largely going to be resolved when the project is permitted or not permitted or when there's a lawsuit filed on it. I think that as long as it's in the public realm, people are going to continue to strongly disagree on whether the project is needed or not. I do see a way where 
a project can be built and if it provides a really robust package of mitigation and enhancement that the impact could be lessened to a point that we could live with it. We being the community of Northern Colorado. But that would take that would take a lot of concessions on the part of, of NISP. It would also take some of the opponents to take on an attitude of allowing this to happen, recognizing that no project is perfect and that there's no way of guaranteeing zero environmental impacts. Okay, and I heard you mention mitigation. And when I hear the words mitigation, I'm usually thinking greenhouse gas emissions. (laughs) Now, (laughs) do you know of any other environmental impacts besides just impacts that directly affect the river? Sure. The city's stance on NISP has really focused largely on the river, but that's not to say that that's the only impact. To build the Glade Reservoir will require moving Highway 287. That's a large amount of construction. Greenhouse gas emissions is obviously a concern. The reservoir is filled by pumping, so that's quite a bit of electricity use. Um, There's inundation of big game habitat. There's potential effects to the local recreation community. So there's a lot of impacts that are not necessarily associated just with the river. And the city is concerned about those, but I think our 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 top priority is, is preserving the, the river through town. A lot of those impacts fall outside of the city limits. So in terms of Northern Water, I saw that, you know, they have obviously put out mitigation and enhancement plan. And so what would your comments or the city of Fort Collins comments be in terms of that latest mitigation report? And I know you said that you were you were looking for more mitigation. And so I guess my question would be is what what kinds of mitigation are you still looking for in order to support this project? Sure. So Northern Water issued a Fish and Wildlife Mitigation Enhancement Plan. That's a requirement to get a permit for the project. That was issued last summer, and the city uh, provided comments on that twice. Northern provided quite a bit of additional mitigation through the various iterations. One thing that the city has been seeking is that the peak flows on the river, that's the height of the the runoff in Mm -hmm. May or June, be preserved because those peak flows do a lot of the work of the river. They flush the sediment. They keep the plants from encroaching too far in the river and cutting down on the ability to convey water through the river. They wet the riparian area. So that was a big concern of ours. And, And Northern has proposed a peak flow bypass program where they would preserve a certain amount of that. We would like Northern to take that a little further and provide peak flow bypasses every year, since mm. that is a key part of the, the flow regime of the river. We also think that Northern could do more mitigation, provide more in-channel habitat improvement, repairing improvement projects. We'd also like to see more mitigation put towards ensuring Fort Collins does not have any increased flooding. That's a big concern Mm. of ours. Now, why is that such a large concern for the city of Fort Collins? You mentioned that we're in a pretty arid region. Why is flooding such a big concern? Well, just because it hasn't rained in the last month doesn't mean it won't rain a whole bunch tomorrow. (laughs) That's Um, for sure. (laughs) I think uh, the flood of of 2013 taught us that it can happen any time. And when floods occur, the Poudre River flows right through the middle of Fort Collins. And so 
we're obviously concerned of how that could affect our bridges, the railroad, the buildings that are on either side of the river. If the channel, the river channel becomes constrained, and if, it, if sediment is deposited and is unable to be flushed away, or if these flushing flows do not occur and willows and other vegetation encroach into the channel, the water doesn't have a, an easy way of passing through, and what that means is greater flood depths, which could inundate additional property and cause additional damages. So it's something we're very concerned with. And in terms of these mitigations, obviously the, the plan has been put forth by Northern Water, but who would all the parties be that would be responsible for making sure that these mitigations occur? And specifically, my, I guess my question would be, would the city of Fort Collins take any kind of role in, in these mitigations? Sure. I think most, of, most mitigation actions are mandated by the permitting agency. So that generally is Colorado Parks and Wildlife and the Corps of Engineers. However, I think the city does want to be part of any kind of long-term adaptive management or long-term mitigation planning since we're, you know, we're, we're looking out for the health of the river. Hmm. We want to sit at the table. And then I guess, so as a water resource project engineer and as a city project manager, do you see Fort Collins facing similar issues that other municipalities are facing? Yes, I do. The city is concerned about its long-term water supply, just like many of these other NIST participants. That's why we've proposed a reservoir enlargement of the Halligan Water Supply Project, which calls for enlarging the existing dam on the North Fork of the Pooter. Needed because our population is growing as well, and we're facing a increasing climate uncertainty. One of the best ways to be able to respond to climate change uncertainty and how that will affect the, the amount of water that's available is to increase the amount of storage that that water provider has. So water in storage is like money in the bank. You can be drawn on on times of, of uh, drought. And so I know personally, I haven't heard of that project before. Well, and so, yeah, yes. I'm curious. When, did, when, when was this project proposed? And is this something that is going to happen or is just in the proposed phase just like NISP? It, it has been on a similar time frame as NISP. It was first investigated in the 1980s. The city purchased the, the reservoir property in the 90s. And then we've been in the federal permitting process to enlarge it since 2006. So it's got a multi-decade history. <laughs> it is a project that is much smaller than NISP. NISP is being constructed with combined reservoir storage of over 220,000 acre feet, or around 220,000 acre feet. Halligan, the enlargement would be about 8,100 acre feet. So it's, it's, it's smaller, but it would have many of the same impacts in that it would divert water during high flow periods and would create inundation the surrounding shoreline area but we think it is a smart project and as a whole it is being designed as a project that would result in an overall benefit to the aquatic ecosystem of the north fork where we are proposing quite a bit of mitigation and enhancement to mitigate any effects that we would have and our intent is to leave the north fork in a better condition than it is today. And today it's in, in places it's dry. It's in a, mm. not in a good situation. So we want to bring water back to the river. 
it is an, it's not a done deal. It's in the federal permitting process, and we expect a environmental impact statement on, on this project to come out either late this year or early next year, so be on the lookout for that. Does the City of Fort Collins have a page that you could suggest to listeners to maybe find out some more information on that if they're interested? We sure do. <laughs> fcgov.com slash Halligan. You can read all about it and I encourage anybody who has interest in it to, to reach out to me. Alrighty, and then I guess I have to ask, you say that these have been in the processes since the 80s, and I know in the last five years our population has skyrocketed beyond, I think, what we would have uh, predicted. Now, how do you prepare for s- huge population jumps like that? Well, that's why I think water managers, uh, we, we tend to live in the future. We're looking at what could happen in 20 years and 50 years. Although the population growth has been fast, and, and <laughs> um, a lot of this was expected. We knew that we were, we were going to grow and we needed to provide the water in advance. Luckily, conservation has, water conservation has, has reduced the, the amount that each person uses. And as a result, we've bought ourselves a little bit more time before these projects absolutely must be installed or, or built. But we still expect to see quite a bit of population growth in the future, and we need to be able to respond to that. Right. And then I guess my question, another question I have is, do you think conservation alone can mitigate our need for water to the point where we don't need these type of projects? I don't. I think that conservation is one piece of the puzzle. I think in order to to provide the future water we all need, it has to be additional supply and reduced demand. And reducing demand is essential. The city has a great suite of conservation programs, and we've been successful in reducing our demand quite a bit. But that alone does not eliminate the need for additional water supply and additional water storage. Unfortunately, without some kind of storage bucket, any of the water that is saved through conservation, is uh, we're unable to save that for whenever we have a drought and we really need to draw on that bank account. So I love the natural areas surrounding Fort Collins. And I was wondering, as a project manager, how do you balance the need for providing the resources that Fort Collins needs as well as preserving our natural areas? Well, I, th- I think that preserving natural areas and providing for additional water supplies do not need to be exclusive. Mm-hmm. I think that they can be done in tandem. It takes greater planning. It takes more cooperation. In the case of NISP, there's abilities to there there's measures that have been proposed and additional mitigation that the city is seeking that would really provide some ecological benefits and benefits to our natural areas but at the same time would result in a project that could provide water supply but it has to be done carefully and it's not cheap and it can be contentious but it can be done so you mentioned that we have to cooperate in order to get these ideal projects how do you think we should best foster cooperation between these two different opposing opinions? I think cooperation starts with dialogue. I think it's typical in our current political climate to surround ourselves with like-minded thinkers. I think it takes reaching across the aisle and talking to folks who may not share the same opinion as you on water. 
And this is great that you're having a variety of opinions come on this podcast. So I think everybody can have a, a part in this. If you're a, a college student in natural resources, reach out to somebody in ag sciences or Ooh. yeah, <laughs> or, or talk to an irrigator and, and ask what they think about water. Likewise, if you know you feel strongly that these projects are really needed, talk to somebody who is very concerned about the ecosystem. Yeah. I think if we get <laughs> if we understand each other's opinions, I think that is the first step in a, being able to come together and jointly work together to get projects that can meet multi-objectives. Before we wrap up, is there anything else that you would like to address to our listeners? I guess I would just end with water tends to bring out strong feelings in people. Not only is water, you know, essential for life, but it, it produces the food we eat. I'm a fisherman and I, I raft and, and that's where I recreate. So I guess I would leave you with water is such an important issue here in, in northern Colorado for all sides, for agriculture, for municipal, for environmental, that I would just advise folks to please stay engaged, pay attention to these projects, but also anytime you see a story about water in the paper, read it. That's good advice, and I'll definitely do that myself and make sure to stay engaged. And that's about all we have time for for our introduction to NISP. I hope everyone learned something new. I know I did. And thank you again, Adam, for coming in to speak with yeah, us. Yeah, thank you again. My pleasure. Thank you. Alrighty. So after this, we will have representatives on the show from Northern Water and Save the Pooter which you really just do not want to miss. You really don't. This has been Rita and Nicole, bringing you knowledge straight from the tap. Bye. Bye.